All right, everyone, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new co-star for this season, Chrissy Cullen. Say hi to everyone, Chrissy. Hi, everyone. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. How's it going? Absolutely. So Chrissy's a personal trainer at my gym. She also happens to be my sister-in-law. Um, but I thought I'd have her on the show. She has a couple different specialties as personal training. Uh, why don't you give a little brief description of some of your background, Chrissy? Well, I grew up as a, I was a gymnast for 13 years. So that's kind of the foundation of where my training started. Do the real then, stuff though. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that is, <laughs> that is real stuff. Spoken like a person who's never <laughs> done it before. <laughs> and then, uh, when I was in college, I broke my ankle and I ended up going to physical therapy. So I got really interested in that field. And I've, I've worked at physical therapy clinics in and out for the past like six or seven years. And then as you opened up your first gym, I got certified as a personal trainer. So I've been a personal trainer for the past eight years. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, so today's uh, episode, we wanted to do um, basically dieting more specifically for kind of our clients and not, you know, not the one, not the diet we wish they would do, but kind of what are the main problems you see with some of your clients? What are the easiest ways to fix some of the things they're doing, like tips and tricks? I mean, obviously, for me, I'd want everyone to be on the keto diet, but that's not going to happen. And you know what? It's, it's not for everybody. And then, uh, I mean, you have your own unique diet and ways too. I don't know how much you uh, push that on to your clients or maybe just a little thing. So what, let's just start with uh, what are some of the easiest common problems you see clients over the years uh, having with their diet? I think the number one biggest problem that is so simple is not drinking enough water. It's crazy. Like, I'm sure you experience that with your clients, but like, it's like pulling teeth, trying to get them just to drink just the yep. most yep. smallest amount of water. I've and done full episodes them, on this already too. Yeah, it's like crazy. And, and the thing is, is like, it's the same part of your brain that detects hunger is the one that's when you're dehydrated. And so like a lot of times they'll just think, oh, I'm hungry and go and snack. And it's like, no, you just literally have not had enough water to drink that day. Yeah. So like the best thing you can do for yourself is try and drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water minimum. Yep. Yeah. I always, I mean, there's always calculators and stuff, but I always say, you know, for, you know, 200 pound man about a gallon, maybe a little bit more. And if you're 240 or something like that, maybe a gallon and a half. And for most girls, it's probably like half a gallon to three quarters of a gallon. Yeah. But there's yeah. always these calculators on Google. You can check it out. But yeah, I agree with that too. And then one of the things I tell them with water, even if they're not drinking enough water and they're trying to lose weight, I'm, I tell them, you know, before you even eat any of your meals, most likely dinner being the most biggest problem because they're starving just like all of us when we get home from work and they're just going to go to town on, you know, dinner It's basically pounding a glass of pine or something of water before you even start. Cause just like you said, it basically will tell your body to, you know, shut down that hunger response. Um, and then also uh, eating, you know, protein first with maybe some salad. And if you are eating carbs, even that's a no, no on my diet, 
then do those last. Cause by the time you get to them, you're finally, your stomach has told your brain, you know, it's, it's filled and you may not eat all of it. Mm -hmm. What do you think yeah. about that? Yeah, I think definitely when you wake up in the morning, you should be drinking a huge glass of water. And, and if you can try and also drink a big glass of water before every meal and obviously throughout the day. Um, but really like if you're going pee and your urine is like not light yellow or clear, then you're, you're not drinking There's enough. There's something wrong. <laughs> you got a, a very, very clear indicator of how much yeah. or how little you've had to drink. Um, as far as eating goes, like what to eat first thing in the morning, I usually go, I, I try and feel out what my client's eating already and what they mm -hmm. like to eat, what not to eat. Cause how I eat is, I'd say probably very different than most of the people I train or just in general, how people in America eat. So I usually try and base most things off of eating a lot of vegetables and fruits first, and then adding in like your protein, your um, complex carbohydrates and your health fats in after that. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for most people, I kind of, same thing. I just kind of, I don't really like changing their diet too much when they first start training with me, just because training is going to be new and hard enough. But, you know, once we do get into their diet, you know, before I sell them on any, you know, really clean diet, I'm like, let's just start picking apart of what you're doing, like easy little fixes, you know, let them work on that for a couple months. Um, and then you can try to push them to, you know, a little more stricter diet. But same thing, I go there and, you know, basically breakfast, you know, I don't mess with that too much. If they're not eating breakfast, that's, that's the, and that's what I get with a lot of clients. They don't even eat breakfast. So unless you're doing like intermittent fasting, which is a whole nother ball game, then you need to eat breakfast or something. And, you know, the majority of your bad calories, if you're going to do them, have them for breakfast, lunch needs to be a little bit cleaner. And then dinner needs to be protein and veggies. That's it. So that's kind of what I start with, with clients. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, most common is people uh, not getting enough protein at all. And that's for guys and girls. So, and I know you're real big on, you're more vegan or, you know, maybe explain your diet a little bit more, but I know you, you're not too keen on animal protein, but there's so many other choices for protein and also amino acids that your body can use for protein. Why don't you, why don't you touch on that? Yeah, I follow, I don't like to think of myself so much as a vegan. Yeah, vegan, that's why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> really unhealthy vegan. I, I, I like to say more um, plant-based whole food. So just eliminating all processed food. And I focus my meals around tons of fruits, vegetables, complex carbohydrates. I don't eat gluten. Um, that's more for my own personal health and issues that I've had with my own health. And then I kind of limit the amount of fats that I eat as well. But, um, yeah, for the people that I train, I don't obviously force that on anyone. Mm -hmm. um, my choices are my own choices just for my own personal health and like what I think is important for the environment and the planet. And I'm a big yeah. animal lover. So like, that's, that's why I don't eat, eat me, but for the people that I train, um, something that I found really works well is, uh, trying to, trying not to eat as much fat in the mornings. So in the mornings you eat, a lot of vegetables, fruits. Um, I drink a smoothie and I make like a green juice every day. Um, but that way 
when you sleep at night, your body's going through all this digestive processes and filtration, and you're getting rid of stuff that's kind of been built up, like your liver's got all these sort of things that we're exposed to in the environment. It all gets stored in there. So when you're sleeping at night, it's able to like process that stuff. So in the morning, you can really help it out by drinking a big glass of water. Um, I have a juicer and I like to make juice, eating a lot of fruit and vegetables. So it can continue that sort of filtration detoxification, detoxification process. Yeah. And then, um, by lunchtime, then you can add in like your, your lean proteins, your nuts, your healthy fats, healthy fats being, um, plant-based fats, avocado, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then dinner time, um, I usually give people a little bit more freedom at dinner time. It's like, you know, eat what, eat what you want to eat, but try and make it, you know, the, the healthier version. So it's less processed type food and stuff that you're cooking at home. It's so yeah, less sauces. Like, yeah. Sauces. Like, you know, if you want to, if you want to eat sauces, like make your own. <laughs> like, yeah. Mine yeah. is just more spices and oil. And then you right. can kind of create, fabricate any type of flavors you want. Exactly. Yeah. But I think it's important that like, you know, although it is more work, it's really important to learn how to cook and to just find a few recipes that you like to make. Yeah. Another, another issue I have is for people who just don't like to cook, they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they eat out. And when I say they eat out, they eat out like one time or maybe twice. I'm like, it's still not, you know, not enough calories, you know, they're not eating anything. So I was trying to put them on the, uh, meal prep and then i'll get pushed back on there well it's just too expensive I'm like oh okay well so it's kind of some some people are just you know kind of difficult or just that's you know that's their lives so then those type of people you know i really push calorie counting fine if you're going to be eating out all the time and taking all this stuff i mean it's not the greatest um health wise but i need you to start calorie counting then like to exact amounts for me to see any type of you know weight loss you have any of those or yeah, I don't have too many people that like don't eat enough calories. I don't know if I've, I've ever really had anyone that hasn't eaten enough calories. It's usually the opposite problem. <laughs> well, I think I, I mean, so, yeah, I've come so, across that a lot, but I think then they're not telling me what they're drinking at night. So that does push you past the calories. All right. So Christy, what do you think uh, about all the social drinkers? I mean, how do you, how do you confront that and how do you work around that for the people who refuse and you know, still trying to get their goals met. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't think you have to completely eliminate drinking from, from your diet in order to be healthy and have success. But I think moderation is key. I don't think there's really a way that you can be able to binge drink and still, and still be healthy and be the weight that you want to be. There's just no way. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of finding like the right amount for your body. I think, you know, a glass or two is fine. See, my, my, yeah, what's important to you. Yeah, exactly. And my approach on that is for those social people, you know, try to hold off as many days as you can. It's it's impossible if you're doing this every day, but on any specific days, you know, you're going to be cheating a little bit more. Um, Count those calories. It's just like anything. So if you start counting the calories, then you start saying, Oh my God, I can't have this margarita that's 600 calories when I can have four trulies for the same, you know, same thing. So then you get them to start, you know, drinking a little cleaner, even though it's still not healthy, but at least they're counting those calories and becoming accountable 
And uh, I've had people switching from, you know, normal beer to MGD 64 and lose like 15 pounds. So calories are calories. Yeah, exactly. And I like, like you're saying, not all drinks are created equal. So you got to really look and see, okay, I'm drinking this margarita, this pina colada, or this thing is just jam packed with sugar and calories. And like, is it really worth it? Or can I switch over to a vodka soda? or you yeah. know a lighter beer a, a glass of wine that sort of thing and yeah then you can you can still enjoy yourself but you're also like keeping with your your health goals as well exactly yeah and for some of the people who just are just not going to give it up uh then we pretty much just scrap uh, losing weight and focus more on strength building functional training you can still you know help yourself out as much as you can um and I've had a bunch of those yeah, before. Too. They're on the, the maintenance program. <laughs> we're just on maintenance. You know. We're going to keep you functioning as well as possible. That's fine. We'll just, possible, so you can we'll just run you to death and work you to death. Really. and. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're going to feel like shit in every workout you do. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else you see was going back to kind of diet. Any little helping tips for uh, people out there that you see? You know, you know, calorie counting uh, and I know quarantine's been hard on people, especially working from home all of a sudden. And you're, you know, you're not as active and stuff throughout the day, and you're just located right by your kitchen. So you can easily, when you are bored or don't feel like working, you can eat snacks and all kinds of crap. So I think uh, we got this really cool scale, my boyfriend and I at home, and it measures your body fat and your water levels. It's called I think the brand is Rimfo, but we got hmm. that. He realized, because we didn't even have a scale before. We would just use the one at the gym. He realized, oh shit, like I've gained weight over quarantine. And he's like, oh my God, I need to, I need to change something. And all he did to change his eating was cutting out snacking. So he literally just stopped buying chips and yeah. peanut butter pretzels. Yeah. He stopped eating chocolate yeah. at night. And he cut back on how much bread he was eating. And within five weeks, he lost 11 pounds. Yeah. And now perfect. he's at the point he's kept that weight off. He's continued with the diet. He still drinks beer and he, you know, he eats pretty big size meals, but he's able to keep the weight off. And now he wants to lose a little bit more. So that's, he's kind of at the point like, okay, well, I've maintained this point, but now if I want to lose a little bit more, I've got to make a few more changes. So, yeah. yeah. And that was, that was the thing with the quarantine too like even personal trainers working out from home. Yeah. We're maybe doing a 10, 15 minute workout compared to the hour we were used to doing and then couch surfing the rest of the time. Yeah. So even during then, you know, your metabolism is slowing down. You're not burning as many calories. So now you have to, you know, we didn't really, I don't know if we knew, I think we knew we just didn't care, but we uh, weren't cutting our calories appropriately. And all of us were starting to gain weight too. So it just, it just shows you like how many, why movement matters and, you know, in our line of work, it's so easy. And some of our clients, like they have desk jobs. I mean, they're just not helping themselves at all. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you do a type of work where you're at a desk, it's going to be really hard. So um, definitely consider switching to a stand-up desk or putting a, an exercise ball instead of your chair, setting yeah. a timer on your phone so you can move once every hour. Yeah, just go take walks. If you're on calls, go outside and take walks. Like if exactly. you don't need to be by your computer for something, just get moving. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the, the other things too is, you know, for our 
our smokers out there are, you know, fun time smokers, you know, getting the munchies late at night, you know, prep your snacks before you do that too. go exactly. get yourself a huge vegetable platter tray, all that, like go hide all your good stuff or don't buy the good stuff. Just, you know, buy gluten-free and, you know, those types of things. So even if you ate all of them, it's not as bad as what you were going to do with. Yeah. You got to have the right snacks available to you and you don't want to have the wrong snacks within your reach. So don't buy the stuff that you know you shouldn't be eating, especially when you're going to be, you know, at yeah. your most vulnerable point when you're, you know, have the munchies or even just a lot of people like to snack late at night or while they're watching TV after dinner, just kind of like vegging out, they'll go and grab snacks. I know my parents do that. Yeah. It's like, well, then just don't have like the really really junk food available and you just don't buy it. So it's not in your house and you can't grab it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the thing on that, you know, I like to throw a little barbecue throwdowns every now and then, and you know, I'll throw my diet in the trash and whoever brings whatever over, or we go buy stuff. Cause we know people probably like this more than the, the healthier options. Um, once that party's over, go throw that away. The stuff is cheap. It didn't cost that much anyways, go throw it away. And that's the problem is everyone keeps it. And they feel like I bought this, I got to use it. And for the next four days, you're, you're destroying your diet even more. So, you know, you got to, if you want to do this stuff, you got to, you got to pay the price the next day. Yeah. Send it, send it home with your guests, give them all the leftovers, but don't keep it for yourself. And any leftover beer, um, I go take it to my neighbor's house and demand a bottle of uh, whiskey in return, get the clean stuff. (laughs) Perfect swap. Yeah. It's a perfect swap. That's what he drinks. And I want the other one. Yeah. You know what? I think it is important. Like as much as a lot of diets can say no drinking or no alcohol, I think there is a lot of value in um, having gatherings with people because that's a part of being healthy. And like, it's not all just diet and exercise. It is like a matter of having connections with people and friends and being, you know, having laughs and good times. So that's a big part of your health. And if you're not experiencing those things, then a lot of times you're unhappy or can lead to you know, gaining weight. So, yep. And then there's another, there's another avenue. Yeah. Don't do it every day so that when you do have those opportunities to go have a fun barbecue or whatever, then you can let loose and enjoy yourself. So, yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, I think that's the, all the time we have a lot for this episode. Uh, Do you have any final closing comments, Chrissy? I think we touched mostly on everything. I think think so. Yeah. (laughs) I think just, you know, whatever diet plan, um, there is no right or wrong one. It's just what's best for you. And, you know, and there's always being consistent with it, sticking to it, giving it time. It's not going to happen overnight. You just got to stick with it. And there's always tweaks that can be made to whatever diet you choose. And that's, that's why we're here too. Exactly. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Chrissy. She's going to be here for the next 10 episodes. So get used to her voice. And uh, everyone, always check out our Facebook group, Over 40 Fitness Hacks, for any information. If you want us to uh, you know, talk about a subject, you know, shoot us a little uh, link or a comment. And uh, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Chrissy. Cool. Thank you.